that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Oh, it is Gilly. I know. That's I'm, funny. I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, Gilly, I like that name. I think it's cool. They just wanted to name him. The whole time I kept calling him Ziggy, for sure, because he's just Ziggy from The Wire. <laughs> like, what, yeah, yeah um, that's funny. Yeah. Well, and he's like, oh, yeah. And it, he's the dude. Isn't he? He's in Sinister and stuff. Isn't he fucking in? Yeah, he's in the se- um, He's the main character of the second one, and he's in the first one. That's right. No, my God. You he's, know in, he's in Generation Why? Kill as well. I know. Um, isn't he? Isn't he that weird kid from Crapneck, from Ken Park? Oh, he might be. I, I swear to God, he's yeah, Ken Park. Is he he's in Ken from, Park? Yeah, he's the kid from Ken Park, and that's what I always think of him is from Ken it's Park. Hilarious. And so whenever I see him in these, I'm like, I'm like, it's weird to see him as an actor. I totally forgot he's in The Wire, but then it's like the really last, the, that's like, like that's definitely the biggest one for sure is the The Wire. No, for me. I. I see him now that, you know, now that you said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking right. But Sinister was the one because we watched Sinister like last year. And I was like, I'm like, oh, my God, it's the kid from Crapneck. Crapneck. So so this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. I'm Levi. That's Jordan. I'm just going to keep all that because it's relevant. We're talking about Crapneck over here. Uh, Just kidding. I actually (laughs) wish we were. We should cover that movie. Some I want to watch it again. That's Uh, a modern Western. Ken Park. (laughs) No. Something. No, it's I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, Whatever not. Larry Clark's movies are is crushing realism. It, but uh, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Which know. this had, this had none of this. Of that. Yeah, no. We today <laughs> is it's Western Movie Month, and we're talking about a movie. What's even the actor's name? We were literally like all his characters' names. I know the guy. Oh yeah, it's it's James Ranson. Ran- okay, Ranson. We were Ranson. talking about James Ranson, James. who Ranson. Uh, is plays one of the anta- the antagonist of this movie. Uh, in the Valley of in a Valley of Violence, excuse me. I know, dude. I, I keep doing in, that. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote in the Valley of Violence for but my notes. I always, and then, when, and then, and then the movie comes up, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always thought it was you know. in the Valley, and then like yeah. it wasn't until I made the Reddit post, I was like, in a Valley? What the fuck? <laughs> in the Valley sounds better, but whatever. Um, but uh, I, I, I like it. In I'm a down. Valley of Violence. That's what we're talking about today. We're Western movies. Um, and I was surprised. This movie got picked, kind of. I mean, I know it was a weird lineup, honestly, so I didn't know what was going to get picked on last week's poll. But, like, this one is one I definitely didn't expect, uh, and I had not seen it, but I definitely attribute it to Ty West is having a banger year. That's 100%, dude. It's because of Ty West. And then, I mean, I don't think it hurts to have, like, Ethan Hawke and John Travolta yeah. attached to it. And and but- Ziggy from The Wire. <laughs> I've already forgotten his name. I, I Gilly, yeah, James, yeah, Gilly. James Ransom, Ransom, yeah, and he plays Gilly, the the like pitiful excuse for an antagonist. But he's fine. Well, uh, I didn't see. You, I'm for, interested because I didn't. You didn't make a rating on Letterboxd, so I'm interested to get your. No. I have no idea where you're coming at with this. Um, but it's uh, gonna be great. It's gonna be great radio. I can tell you that much. Is it? <laughs> no. Can you? Uh, can you please for the beautiful listener and at home 
uh, did you write a synopsis? Did you do your Absolutely homework? not. I, I've been so focused on <laughs> wow. fixing my fucking computer. Oh, I guess you do. Yeah, you and got an excuse. Literally, you got a child. you said it just now, I was like, oh, yeah. It, it's your, yeah. It's your, All right, your let week, me. Baby. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. So, um, I'll just, I'll just explain it. So, <laughs> I'll just wing it. So, this guy, Paul, is like this drifter who turns out later he is a defector uh, from like the army and he and his dog was there his name is Paul and the dog's name is I think Abby right and yep. they go to this town kind of passing through on their way fleeing to Mexico and he gets in a little tuffle with Gilly Ziggy from the wire who is a deputy and the son of the sheriff or the marshal who played by John Travolta he meets a pair of sisters, and one of which is like a young lady who immediately becomes enamored with him, and the town has six people in it. Then <laughs> I know that he, was yeah, that was like, I was laughing. They get in kind of a fight, and then the marshal's like, "Well, you better just get to stepping because I don't want you disrespecting my deputies." But let's just put an end to it. So he leaves town, and then Gilly finds him on the edge of town. Him and his cronies, which are actually also all cops. Uh, they find him, they kill his, they stab his dog to death and they throw him off a cliff, leaving him for dead. From there, it ensues to a classic revenge story where he comes back to the town because that dog was all he had. It's, you know, very John Wick of it. He goes to this town and starts picking off all the deputies one by one. Um, John Travolta tries to like get in between it and eventually, you know, Ziggy gets his own. He gets a bullet in the back from the girl who, who she's like. She's like, I just want to get out of my pitiful life in this town. And so yeah. she kind of teams up with him and it just ends with uh, that scuffle kind of. And it's like, okay, well, all the laws dead. And now this town can start fresh because obviously in a valley of violence is that uh, they talk about it. It's like this town is run by these corrupt officers and that's all that kind of goes through here. And there's, you know, there's a shady, uh, there's a shady priest throughout the movie and he's like, that town is full of nothing but sinners, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's the movie. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole thing. Right. Actually, that was nice, though, because you're, you're, you talking it through made me realize one of my biggest gripes with this movie was, like, the town just seemed pointless to me. And now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, I guess through – because it's just like I feel like this wasn't written that well. But anyhow, it's like through some subtext – you could you could infer that like this town does that people come through and then they're they're violent with them and then they they like steal resources from them or like do something and I'm sure the marshal probably gets like government funding because he's like a bootlicker and he loves the government and that's why he's mad at you know Ethan Hawke's character because he you know left the war <clears throat> yeah he's, he's so, all you know I guess that kind of a wall and everything yeah when it well, yeah. That kind of that kind of helps a little bit. To me, that really it's showed so, like it's the so budget forced. and stuff. It's, yeah, it, it felt very yeah. small because it's like they, you know, they do early on right. show like two other characters in the town that are like, you know, the the general store <laughs> guy, the general and, store, and then the and then the women that own the the women, the two sisters that own that hotel. Yeah, and the bar, <laughs> and the bartender with the eye patch, and then and that's, the bartender. With that's the eye pretty patch. much yeah. it. And then the whole ninety percent right. of the movie is like. There's just five people. It's just the cops and the sisters, and that's it. Right. And I was literally like, man, this would go a long ways if there was, like, you show people, like, huddling in their houses for, like, a scene. You know what I mean? Or, like, during right. all the shootouts and stuff when he's going, like, full Rambo and just kind of, like, going around the town killing everyone. 
There's like no, he doesn't run into another person. There's like one shot of the one general, the bartender or whatever, going like and closes the shutters and that's it. Yeah, uh, which is fine because it's not really about that, but it kind of just makes the town feel really, really hollow. Well, it just it kind of makes like it kind of makes everything feel less impactful, right? Like it's, it's like, like this. It's just kind of just like why is every what it, what are they? He's so like the 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 quote unquote villain of it, Gilly. He's like he's sitting there like I gotta protect this town, and it's like, what do you you establish that you get some sort of like government resource or something? Because it's like they did mention there's a silver mine that dried up, yeah. so maybe there's still like residuals from that. They have a bunch of money, and he's trying to like he just feels like a hot shot. But I'm like, you're seriously like I mean I guess it's you know takes a small man, he's a hot shot in front of five people. It's like that's what he. That's his character. I understand it. I guess it's just like his my, character is I, the most one noted, right? Um, which you know, then, I think is fine. Do, I, I actually this whole thing. Yeah, I know he's fine. I that's the whole thing. I don't know. That's what sucks. Like I didn't write a re- I didn't write a review on this because I'm kind of like I don't even know what to. It's like I can't really give this like a bad. It was it was kind of fun. It pays homage really well to the movies that came before it that it it wants to like the movies that it's trying to mimic and. uh it's kind of just fine. I don't know. I'd give it like this, a two and a half. Yeah, I give it. Stars. I give it like a three and a half. Um, only, almost one entire star is just my love for westerns. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, and it, I actually really liked when I we were watching this. How it ends, it gives me like it gives me like super. It, this is a grindhouse western. Like, it, yeah. It's it like it's that revenge, revenge story wearing a western coat basically. I like. It's like. Dressed up like a Western, kind of like the, kind of like Once Upon a Time, or uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. It's like an action movie wearing a, a cowboy hat. It's like, this is pretty much revenge. The good, the bad, the but weird. I'm, kinda, I'm sad that, yeah, the weird. I'm sad that it, like, wasn't as violent as I, like, wanted it to be. Because you, didn't you say you've I've seen this seen before? I've seen this movie, yeah. <laughs> and this is a movie I completely forgot about until we started watching it. And then I, like, I was like, oh, yeah, the dog dies, and he gets revenge. And I remember being like, Oh, this is why I forgot about this movie because it's like the revenge is the scenes. Each scene is kind of cool, but then it's like when it comes to the revenge stuff, it's like really boring and it's really, really paced poorly. He'll literally like he'll eat Paul Ethan Hawke's character will go. I will not hesitate to murder you, and then he spends a lot of time dancing around him when there's like <laughs> when he's got clear when he can kill somebody immediately and he's like i'm gonna immediately kill you and then he's standing there with all of the all of the power and then they pause and then he'll miss or something will happen and it's odd and i'm like this is weird that he's like you know uh, it's like where john wick it's like at least he's just kicking ass 100 percent of the time throughout the entire thing you know well you know who i think so this script definitely and i i appreciated it because it's like it was very simple but it definitely felt like what we did with drift me which was like they just wanted to make a like a pretty straightforward Western just as their love for Westerns. Like, I just want to write a Western movie. I just want to write these characters. I'm not trying to, like, break the mold or, like, say some crazy thing. Like, this is just, like, popcorn Western movie. Yeah. And so I think the script is pretty fine, and I actually think Ethan Hawke's character and John Travolta's character are fairly three-dimensional. But, like, you know who would have done a good job directing this? Because I thought the directing was just pretty basic. But uh, is S. Craig Zoller... The guy who directed like Dragged Across Concrete and uh, oh, like yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, Bone Tomahawk, obviously, and so yeah. it's like I could yeah him, I could see it. That's the thing. Like if it was his all, if it was pacing, a more intense. his pacing works for like this movie, but like 
he is like so methodical in his things where it's like Ty West also in my mind is known for that. He in especially cuz it's like I had known him previous from like uh House of the Devil and then uh The Innkeepers or whatever. Um a couple really pretty slow moving like supernatural right. type of stories. Yeah. And so this was like a way more fast paced than those movies, but like it still suffered from the pacing problems well, that work like, like in like they... a genre horror. But in this one, it's like, yeah. like it does work in western, so it makes sense. But it didn't click in this one like a western would, like huge wide shots and like, like a really good score and that. And I feel like that yeah. it was my biggest fault with it, this movie. Was everything the score. felt <laughs> everything felt gutted, and if yeah. that was their intent then I, I can see it being the intent because the town is really sparse. You know, it it's like, it is, it is, he's like a random stranger coming into this town. People are a little uneasy and stuff. And so you kind of like, you build that a little bit, but I just, it's so, their like intentions seem so hollow to me, which I guess maybe that was kind of the point, but I don't know. I just might, yeah. I'm, They're I just bad men doing bad things, but like, see, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I really one, liked at first I oh. thought Ethan Hawke's character was pretty boring for the most part. He just like the classic drifter and that but he's got a dog, so that's cool. But uh I do like they do kind of flesh him out and his character kinda of makes sense and like one of the most interesting shot parts of the whole movie that I wish they kinda of would have gotten a little crazier with, because now we know Ty West with This is X. my favorite part. Uh, are you talking about know, like his flashbacks? I, I know, yeah, I knew exactly what you were talking about because that's the most interesting part of this whole movie, <laughs> and it's, that's the old, that was the only thing cool. I remembered from watching it yeah. until we started until I started watching it and it kind of came clicking back. But I remember that like I'm like God, and I, I thought it happened a couple times throughout the movie, but it's just that one, just the once like, him dream sequence almost, yeah, with like him and his like PTSD and like I, I think that the like the yeah. you know the character kind of going AWOL and. He's got the dog that he's got from this tribe. Uh, like, that backstory is all pretty interesting, and I like that. But but honestly, I was most surprised. And Ethan Hawke's always a treasure. Like, you, you know, we, we're, we're a couple of hawkers here. I love that big old man. <laughs> I forget how much I love him. Cause, I know. Because <laughs> he's just, like, such an everyday kind of dude. But then I'll see him in a movie, and I'll be like, Fuck yeah, Ethan Hawke rules, man. I don't know what I, he it is rules. about him. He's, he he's such a good actor. I don't know. He I like it's, but, but it's like it's not like he's. I guess that's what it is. He's not like I a Daniel a, Day Lewis where it's like he's the no, master no, no. of his craft. He's just good in everything I he's think, in. But <laughs> I respect him because he just rocking. He'll take on anything. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he's happy to work in projects that are like like this. Like this. This project was. I I couldn't find the uh, the hard fast number for the for the production of this. Uh -huh. But it's very low. Cl clearly, you can tell. It's it like, has to be. It, and it's it, that's uh, yeah. And it's produced by Bloomhouse, which is what I immediately well, noticed in the credits. And I was like, huh, that's interesting, because obviously Ty West is coming from a horror background. It's like, let me make a Western and, movie. And Ethan Hawke is tied with Bloomhouse. Yeah. Because um, Sinister, right? Yeah, that's like oh, one my, of the only right. good Bloomhouse movies. <laughs> okay. Right, okay, good. I was like, I was like, because those were the connections I was tying in my head. But then I found out, I was There's reading an article. I was reading an article, <coughs> and freaking Ethan Hawke and, and whatever... Oh my! God, I can't remember his name. Daniel Bloom or whatever the dude who owns Bloomhouse, <laughs> Mister uh, Bloom, Mister Bloom himself. Yeah. Um, they were watching Western movies together, and then they were like, "Hey, we should make a Western together." And so, no, that's cool. You know, I do feel like, and so, and, and like, and Bloomhouse's yeah. uh, like model is like they realize they can make the, quick turnaround, cheap like throw. Let's yeah. throw like five million at this, and you know we'll get we'll get our money back. You know what I mean? It's like right. 
And this, um, this, I bet you, I bet you, they, I bet it was like, I, to say five million, I bet it was less than that. But like, it probably had to be five million just for like industry standard to pay everybody. You know what I'm saying? But it felt, it felt so low budget, but yeah. not, not like, not like cheaply made. It didn't feel independent. But it felt like they, it, to me, I felt like they shot this in a week. I, I, I feel like they wrote this in the summer. They had they their like, sets. Oh, they like, idea. we can shoot in the town they, for they like, we have five town, days is, on set. This <laughs> is a town. And it's, this, yeah. was, this was shot in New Mexico. And this is a really, this is like, this is just a ghost town that is for filming. It's just a, it I've just always wanted to do lot. that. I want to buy it's, property and it, just build an old uh-huh. West town for filming. Old West town. Right. <laughs> and it's just, that's literally 100% what this is. It's in New Mexico. They, I didn't find out, I should have looked up the, the production date i'll post it on reddit if i find it uh how long it took to shoot this because if i bet you it took them you know uh 30 days max max <laughs> couldn't, yeah couldn't have even taken that long you know i bet it didn't even take that long yeah. it was three weeks probably right right, um, right and it and it and that that I, doesn't show right in this well and that's I just what i appreciate because like it, you know, it's, it's like westerns obviously we've talked about this before westerns have never gone away but they do not have the draw like get butts in the seats like they used to um but so i respect the fact that like these people that come from a horror background are like let's make a western let's just like like here's just like this script that's just like fun it's it's just a simple straightforward western story it's not like so grimy you know or whatever or like trying to be like this crazy thing like it's just for for funsies because we love westerns and i and i feel that in the final production so it's like i give it a pass kind of on like the mediocrity because it does that, feel and, fairly boilerplate and, and even that's why I say grindhouse though yeah it does feel grindhousey which is fun I, I wish they would have been a little bit more ex- experimental with like some of the filming because it's like um you know ty west kind of sometimes gets crazy i mean i haven't seen pearl but i really want to um but like See, i i i didn't do my homework and i have not seen x or pearl and I know that they're, I know that they're hot, hot, hot. That's right that's now, why so. this. I guarantee that's why this movie won is because nobody knew who fucking Ty West was until this year, and yeah. they're like, oh, he made right. two of the best horror movies of the year. So, and yeah. then he made this and Western that, movie. So great. I do, I do really want to see them, and, and it's that's, got Ethan. That's Hawk. my plan. I want to see I'm Pearl real bad. I'm gonna. Oh wait, see it soon. Oh oh, this Western has Ethan Hawke, not the. I was like, does Pearl, Pearl or X have? Yeah, Ethan he's Hawk? the main character. He's that girl. I'm just kidding. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can do he's, it. He's dude. so versatile. He can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, though, I, I just got to get on a little bit of praise. So it's like this movie. I felt the heart behind it even though it was kind of plain to the point, like they, I can tell they were having fun and it bordered on parody sometimes just cause they were having fun. Yeah. Like no, there was literally it got like, a little, it would the, get meta at like times, which two, is kind of cute. There's like two Wilhelm screams in this. I know, I know. <laughs> which I'm like, I know it's like silly, it, but it's just like, that's, that's where I, that's that where shows I'm like, that they're being, it's like, grindhouse. Yeah. That, it's like, that's all I'm going to, that's all I'm going to keep saying for this. Yeah. Cause it's like, it just, that's the, that's the umbrella they played under. Um, because they did that. There's a lot of like the the soundtrack is like kind of unconventional, which has always been was part of like my, westerns. But... Honestly, my that was the one yeah. thing I did not like because the right. soundtrack sometimes was pretty good, but it definitely felt like because it was Bloomhouse, it felt like they hired the normal like Bloomhouse production soundtrack team guy that only does horror movies. So it yeah. felt like a horror movie soundtrack trying to do a western soundtrack and failing. And that's where I struggle is because it's like sometimes I'm like, what is this like big brooding noise? Like it's not like I want the like 
you know what I mean? And like, just like, let me eat the scenery for a second. But right. uh, I want to tumbleweed. I want to like, yeah, I'm going to feel that tumbleweed roll across my tongue, man. But it, it, I mean, it was fine. But feel it. the one thing I was really surprised with was how different, because um, I don't really care for John Travolta like at all. And, yeah. but, but, uh, but I and his, and this, his performance dude. was fine, but his character was not at all what I was <laughs> expecting. Yeah. You, and yeah. that's what I appreciate. It's like, okay, he's like the, oh, I'm the marshal in these parts, and I'm just like the bad guy that's got the wooden leg, and, you know, my dogs do my business because I don't have to pull my weight because, I, you know, I got these mean hounds that do it for me is what I was expecting at the beginning when he was first introduced. But he actually is like the voice of reason <laughs> throughout the whole yeah. – like he's like, he's yeah. like, oh, my God, please just go on. Let me run my town and be in charge. Like I like being in charge. And you're fucking everything up, but my son's an idiot. Like, he's always like, I told you to let it be. And the whole time he's like, please don't kill my son. Like, let's talk this through. Yeah. And that's how he even gets killed. He walks out and he's like, please, let's end all this violence. And then he just like. That shot. <laughs> that, was, that was great. I love that. They, I love that they, he's got they, two pistols. It's like. No. Yeah. They're, they're like, they they fill him full of lead. <laughs> Literally. And then, and then, and then Gilly, Gilly's like. What happened? Like he's like, it's shocked. He, and yeah, he starts like, yelling to the empty where, buildings where there's no characters being like, look what yeah. he did. But yeah. it's like nobody was around to even see it anyway. This, this is like, it. that is where I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're, they're having a fucking great time oh, shooting yeah. this movie. Like oh, yeah. they're not, they're like, they like, they, they're like, we're not, yeah, we're not trying to do anything. That was a, that was a fun weekend for, for John Travolta right. to show up and be that Western guy for a weekend. Yeah. No, I bet his shooting day was yeah. I bet it was three days. He's like, they're like, like they're like. So... Do you remember working on In Valley Violence? He's like, oh yeah, I forgot I made that movie. Yeah, yeah. that was that was that, that was nice. We had a fun time. I was like, <laughs> when I got I riddled with yeah, bullets from both sides. Uh, but I was I was surprised with how like they, not cliche they, his character ended up being. Yeah. For how no, cliche that's rested because you know. I expected him to be the antagonist. He's on all of the covers, but Ziggy's the antagonist, like, the whole time. Right. And he is such a bad... I really didn't like him at all. <laughs> he's fine, but he's just playing just the him, same. They made, him so, they made him so whiny. I think that was He's fine. the whiny, just, arrogant. Like, they're like, okay, right. you're you're arrogant and you're entitled, and but you're actually just a giant pussy unless you have people doing all... Like, you know, unless you... He's the kind of guy that's just, like, obviously going to just jump you. And yeah. he calls him out in the middle of the street and immediately gets laid the fuck out. Uh yeah. Uh which is fine. That's a good that's a good punch too. When he gets punched, it's like <laughs> he falls and he does the stiff, his arms I, I love that. And he looks yeah, he that, looks that like, I'm like, like I'm like, oh shit, that's yeah. like how you get like that's like he's probably got brain damage. That's yeah. how you get like, No, he got his bell rung when you, for when sure. You, when you get punched, that's like that's the thing. I'm like, that was a fun little detail. It's got it's got so many little fun details in it, like the whole like there's the there's the part when he's just like you know, when they're like, can we talk this through? And he's like, no. And he's like, I'm going to have to kill you then. He's like, I have to he's stop. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. be no good. I can't you have you killing my <laughs> yeah. son and my deputy. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would, I would be like, a terrible marshal if I didn't do anything <laughs> about this. <laughs> right, he's like, right. well, I'll have to kill you if you get in my way. And he's like, well, yeah. I reckon you uh, will. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess then, so. Yeah. And then it's fun that the scene when like one of the deputies before he gets shot, he's like, it's like, I don't want to do this. This is scary. I don't like it. He's like, I didn't sign up for any of this. I know. know? And he's like, my name's not Toby. It's Lawrence. And they're like, and then he gets shot through the back of the window <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Well, and, like, and even that, even that John Travolta is just kind of like, eh, he just died. God, I don't know. God <laughs> so, damn like, it. I told him. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
It's got no, it's, a, fine. Yeah, it's funny. It's got, I do it's like comedy. It was. It was. It was. I don't know. I'm glad I watched it as always. And it's like I like a good. I watch. I just more westerns in the world. You know. I'm into well, it. So and the, the fun thing is, we we did High Plains Drifter. Um, yeah, last year, right? So go. Yeah, go listen to that podcast because that was the main. The main. Um, what is that called? Inspiration. That was the main inspiration for this movie. That makes that sense. That was there in the, in the interview I was reading. That was like, they were like, oh, we watched High Plains Drifter. We went, wow, that's just like a bad guy. Like nobody's really great in this movie. <laughs> you know, it's like High you Plains give them, Drifter was you, a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's like cool. But it was, cool but yeah, it was like, be, yeah, I can <laughs> see the inspiration on this for sure. Yeah. Because High Plains is like that too. It's kind of, it's kind of got that like. It is pretty desolate of a town. Yeah, kind and of it's kind of cheeky, in too, between, of in a movie town. in general. Like, yeah. it's not trying to, you know, be so serious. Like, it's serious right. on its cover. Like, it's got a serious face, but it's like, it's like, yeah, you're just kind of big enough for the two of us. And then there's like, oh, and like a wink. You know, like, uh-huh. like a little, like, and that's kind of how this yeah. movie is, where it's just like, we're playing it straight, but like, eh, like a little tongue-in-cheek. Just a, just a little bit. <laughs> but, um. Uh, yeah, I mean it's fine. I thought the ending was fun. I I I wish uh, I kind of like it does the whole like pan up and like oh what's mm-hmm. what's the it's the beginning of a new new age and like the you know the priest comes back. I'm I'm glad that he like survived even though he was a douchebag. But uh, he just no. like keeps popping up and he's like oh you know thanks for leaving me my whiskey. But right, the, the, was, the priest was the priest's like hypocrisy was really funny and I just kind of I was kind of like mad because I. Like Ethan Hawke at the beginning, you know, I understand it's like this is his character arc, but how he's like, how he's like, I'm not a thief, but I'm a, I'm a mur- you know, I'm a murderer, I'm a killer, and then like, and then when he steals from the priest, he's like, he's like, I thought you were a, a thief, and he's like, oh, I've changed, and I'm like, I'm like, don't tell me that you've changed, and it's fine, but it, I also like, I'm like, I kind of wanted him to kill the priest. I was like, you should have just shot and killed the priest, and then you could have been like, I'm not a thief, I'm a murderer, <laughs> and then, you know, know right. and then it's like that, that would have been. I mean, I like that he, yeah. Funny. But but it's like he's not. I do also like that it's like he is not just your generic no name drifter, which it's like it felt like that's what he was gonna be, especially since it go so many move so many westerns are like that trope. Um, so it's like it wouldn't have been in his character. I don't know. Like it it would have made sense I in mean, that change. Sure. It would have made sense right. in that change. It would have been fine. Especially no, especially all you gotta do is give him a slight justification and have the fucking guy. Because, I mean, the guy shot at him and everything, so it's like you could easily have him kill him in self-defense and still kept the integrity of the character so the audience isn't like, oh, he killed him in cold blood or whatever. But um, I don't know. I agree. I, what I what I didn't agree with is, like, how he – and I thought it was cool how he, like, hangs. Like, Z, like oh, he comes into the oh, bar yeah. and he drops that's, a noose on him and jumps him down. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But then, like, doesn't kill him. Like, he, like, has the chance to kill him you. and then just, that's like, gives it up. That's what I'm telling you about, dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm just telling you, it's like his whole like him being like, I won't hesitate, and then but, he just. But that is the thing. It felt like a little padding. <laughs> but, like the, uh, I liked the scene, but like when he goes in and he kills that really gross deputy in the bathtub, um, he's like he spends like two straight minutes being like, Yeah, I'm, you shouldn't have done that, and you're not gonna get out of this alive because I'm definitely gonna kill you. But also, I, like, just stay, keep your hands in the tub because I'm gonna fucking slit your throat. But calm down, because I'm probably I don't want anything out of you. I just want to let you know what you did is wrong. And just yeah. like for like two minutes, and then he slits his throat. And I'm like, I was like, I'm like, yeah, just get on with it then. Like, if you're gonna just, <laughs> I know, that's that was it. That was our, it was the it was like 
all that was fine. That was tense. You know, it was like, and, it's like kind and of Ethan Hawke was doing his thing. And <laughs> Ethan Hawke snuck in, but it was when he kills the dude on top of the thing. And it's kind of like, you know, it, 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 that was where it's like, oh, we're going to push the boundaries in this scene. Cause he goes to that guy and he gets it and he's like, you shouldn't have done this thing. And, and that guy was kind of though, he was the most like remorseful. Yeah. He the whole time like, he, he was like really the hesitant for what he did, everything. you know? And then, but then he's sitting there and he's got him and he's like, he's like, well, I don't think it'll matter much, but you know, I got a daughter. I'd like to see her. And then it's just like, there's that long pause. And he like, literally is like se- the second he put the gun to the back of his head, he's like, I'm going to kill you. I have no mercy. And then he's like sitting there and he's waiting. Then he ends up killing him. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Now he's like, he is just like, he's just straight. It doesn't matter. I got, you know, yeah, the guy going to go for his full, life. Full he's Rambo. Got a daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought he was going to like, yeah, go. I thought he was going to start like digging eye sockets out, you know, with his fingers. But yeah, I've been fine. Well, fine. that's what I'm saying. It's it like, fine. He, he didn't killed, have that many people to kill anyways. He, so yeah, he, he killed had to, all these <laughs> deputies pretty much. Like he shot the one deputy in the back through the window yeah. with very little hesitation as a punchline for us as the audience because he's telling yeah. him to get away from the window like the whole movie. Right. But but then when he had and he kills the one guy who's actually trying to stop the violence. I mean they all they both kill him, but then he goes to hang the one guy and then he's like too put out to like finish it. And that's where I was like, no, just kill him because now he's got the upper hand on you, and then I'm like how he's going to get out of this now? And then the girl shoots him in the back, which it's like gives her a little arc, I guess. But also yeah. is not like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> this was the, this guy was the main reason for all your uh, <laughs> your misery and woe. He's the one who actually killed your dog. But, you know, you could kill all his friends and his dad and then yeah. and then stop with him, you know, because, you know, you're better than that. I don't know. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Like, you, yeah, I don't know what you've it's learned. Fine. I mean, I thought but, it was right. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like I didn't it was a, hate this movie. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what. Well, there's a lot of weird. Like I don't know. Like it's not. It just, it's not great. It's got yeah. quite a few flaws. But it's like I. I feel I like enjoyed it overall. I feel like I'm gonna forget about it even after we've done this whole podcast. I'm still gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna be like, yeah, in a valley of violence. Well, it's Ethan got some Hawking. banger. It's got the <laughs> fucking banging fucking opening credits though i love those of course opening credits. that yeah those are beautiful it reminds no, me of yeah, the like, red dead redemption that, the, the oh, first yeah, one yeah. Where it's like the i yeah. remember the trailers for red dead redemption when it came out and we were both oh, so rock dude. hard for it i bought an xbox for that game dude, <laughs> yeah i didn't have a console that's a pretty good that's a that's a pretty good game oh dude pretty no it's funny good. i'm doing i'm all i'm all i'm all westerned out dude i'm like i'm uh rootin tootin cowboy right now I was watching Community and the paintball episode. Nice. This is the Western. Yeah, a fistful nice. of paintballs. Uh, so good. good, dude. Yeah, that's that a good. That's a, that's a damn fine episode, man. That is a good episode. It's all. It's all. I've been. I've been full cowboy too, buddy. I I got halfway through. Well, not halfway through. I got like I don't know, forty minutes. It's a long movie. Into uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. I just put it on. Oh, dude. Well, be careful. It, did, it, it, didn't, win it, the... didn't, it didn't win. <laughs> oh, it didn't win. I haven't. Oh, I didn't check. I couldn't remember. It didn't yet. win. But I was like, I'm like, eh, I'm going to watch it either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and That's such a dude. I've been That's playing nothing but one. Hunt Showdown, baby. I'm playing fucking Cowboys in the Bayou, son. Um, get on it. Anyway, I don't know. This might be a <laughs> shorter I, episode. I really don't I know. have much more yeah, to I'm say kinda about like, it. I'm kind of like, I don't really have. There wasn't like. No one commented yeah, on the this... Reddit. I do. Oh, really? I do. Yeah, I do. Again, think it was interesting how they kept subverting. Like they did subvert Ethan Hawke's character, as well as. Are you there? 
Sorry, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I just my I my computer is about to die and I forgot to plug it in. Oh. So here we are. Welcome. That's behind the scenes. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> they I mean, like if you listen to the Halloween episode, you know about horror <laughs> shortcomings. Yeah, like, yeah, there's like two minutes. Uh, we're uh but we're professionals. Another over here. thing they kept I, I wasn't sure if I liked it at first about Ethan Hawke's character giving him like another layer about his backstory of his wife and his kid. Because you assume they're dead. But then you just find out that he just abandoned them. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't like that. But then I was like, you know what? I do kind of <laughs> yeah, like that, actually. It's, it's, it's different. different. Because <laughs> the whole time you're really rooting for him. But that's like a serious flaw in this character, which right. adds, even though it's kind of cheap, it still adds to the three-dimensionality in a way that a lot of other films wouldn't even bother with. They would just be like, oh, yeah, assume they're dead. And it's easier right. that way. And he's right. easier to it's root vague. for. It's vague. If when you can you know, root for him more when he's like, oh, he's on this lone journey and all he had left with his dog and he killed his dog and he's such a hero, even though he's dri- a, b- a good man driven to bad things, you know? And yeah, this one, you're dude. like, you're like, Me he too, could, bud. you know, he's just abandoning his family also and he only really cares about his dog, <laughs> which I get. Yeah. Because that dog well, is awesome. Because all it, it dude, doesn't do any trick, it bites. It bites. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Does it do any tricks? And she, it's like, she nah, bites. He, she bites. And dude, that dog's name is Jumpy. Really? Because it cute, does. It probably jumps up and just yanks the gun out of the dude's hand. That's that's the cutest fact you're gonna learn all day, dude. Yeah, that's it. That's a cute dog. She was good. She was well, was well a, a well trained dog. It was a good, very dog. cute dog. Yeah, that's when how I that knew. Dog, well, from the very beginning, I'm like, these guys are gonna kill that dog. Kill the dog. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Sure. It would be weird yeah. if they didn't kill the no, dog. No, I kind of, I, I kind of <laughs> like, I like couldn't remember a hundred percent because I was like, I'm like watching this and I'm like, oh yeah, they kill the dog and then like. He goes to leave, you know, town, and I'm like, do, do they kill the dog? Because I thought I was like, oh, I swear to God, there's another scene where the dog attacks somebody, but it was it happened earlier, and then yeah. I was kind of like, oh man, where where are we in this? And then yeah, I was like, oh yeah, of course they kill the dog here, but it'd been kind of interesting if they didn't. Well, and then I, think I don't know why he would have. I think it's funny too. Out, it's but. like him and his dog, they like share a bond, and then like they're camping yeah. out just outside of that's, town, and his that's dog really wakes good storytelling. up. Yeah. But except, his, yeah. except for when his dog wakes up and starts barking into the shadows, and he's like, "Shut up, I'm sleeping." <laughs> that bothered me so much because he like uses the dog as like my dog's like a watch it. You know, my dog, my dog's she uh, my basically partner. is my she's partner. Trained. Yeah, yeah, she's trained. She can do things for me. But then the second the dog barks, I'm like, I'm like, what? He's like slowly, groggily gets up and like, what? <laughs> I'll go back to yeah. bed of Jumpy uh, or yeah, Angie like, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and then it's like, oh, just kidding. There's there's bad man here and now. It's all too late. Because, because like, know, literally right. he doesn't even get up until his dog gets shot from the shadows. And he's like, yeah. even then he's like, what? <laughs> like, no, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know. It is, yeah, I mean, it's fine. You, it's you fine. But, this, that but that's, it's like, I think that's why this movie, it's full of, like, a lot of moments like that where it's, like, it's really good. And then you're kind of like, meh. Uh, and then it's really good. And then you're kind of like, eh. Well, it's just funny. I'm like, I'm like. They don't shoot him. Like, it just... Gilly seems like such a guy that would be like, I'm going to shoot you right now. You know? <laughs> I Like, he's like a... I'm going to shoot you because I feel like a big man when I shoot people. But yeah. then he goes, no, don't don't shoot him, everybody. Stop using your guns for violence. Push him down that cliff. <laughs> push him into the darkness. And they're like, where'd the he go? And they're like, he's fine. It, he definitely he's, died. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... But like, that's, that's have, where it leans into parody yeah, almost. Because where it's like... Right. It's like... It's... I almost am like... It's so ridiculous. I've seen enough movies that obviously that feels very fourth wall in a way where it's just like, 
now push them off the cliff because we're bad guys and we need the protagonist yeah. to survive. You know, like you may as well right. just said that. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It works, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. It plays it so serious. I almost, like so many movies, I think if they just like leaned in a little bit farther one way, like either stylistically or kind of just like kind of like take the violence and make it really over the top, but also like fun, like almost like, I'm not saying like to like a Django level or something, but uh, well, I, uh, that's I a, that's a movie that does that though, but like bigger. Right. No, and that and that's where this movie I couldn't find I couldn't find the official budget. I'll just kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into a little bit of money minute here in kind of an abstract way. Um, there was no it only it only grossed sixty thousand. Like this is this is kind of like this this runs slightly into like cult classic territory or like it's definitely not. It's, this Wait, was did not you a, just say it grossed sixty thousand? Sixty thousand dollars. That's yes. it. So yeah, that's nothing. So it's, bo- it's box office was sixty thousand. Okay, but still. So so it's like yeah. So it's like it says yeah, gross worldwide sixty one thousand. So I uh, you know, I I don't think this movie. It probably had such a limited run because I right. like that, you that said has Bloom, to be because Bloom at the House, end of the day, like, westerns aren't huge, but Ethan Hawke and fucking um, John Travolta they'll put they'll put butts in the seats. And yeah. but it's probably because yeah, Bloomhouse. They're like, we didn't really like. We made this movie for fun anyway, so we don't want to spend a bunch of extra movie trying to advertise it, right. marketing, and put it out there and they, try and, and get it probably, in like a million theaters. They probably ran it in like New York, L.A. <laughs> yeah, they're probably you like, know. that's cool, and then you know we'll just put it on streaming or whatever. Right, and I think that's I. I'm I'm I'd be curious to know what they're how much like streaming this has gotten because this is on this is on Netflix, so it is yeah. It's available, you know. Well, I mean, it won the it won the poll, you know. It's like, yeah, it's popular enough. But I think it's funny when you look at you mentioned Django, and that Django had a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, and it grossed four hundred and twenty six million dollars. God damn. So it's I mean, just that like, sounds it, right though. But it's like that right. movie is because Django was Django was huge. It was advertised really well. Huge, and, it, like, and it's extremely well made, and it's and it, it's got such a identity of its own. Right. Very Quentin, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino is, obviously is Tarantino. Is a, so. Right. He he pretty much is his own <laughs> his own like billboard. But then I wanted but then I wanted to look at that because I was like, oh, Django's really good, but I love the Hateful Eight. And that only had a forty million forty four million dollar budget, but it, it still grossed hundred and fifty six million. But I was gonna say I remember because you know we were, you were mentioning Westerns don't necessarily have the pull that they did. You know, and Django definitely like Django's kind of a nice. That's it's a revenge. It's revenge well, porn, and that it's probably brought that. back kind but, of like the vibe. Of, like honestly, Quentin Tarantino's probably has a lot to do with. I guarantee, if we went and looked at statistics, there would be a big spike because he did Django and Hateful Eight like back to back, and he's such a prolific filmmaker that like he brings people that don't like westerns into that, and they probably are like, oh, like that's fun. Because honestly, I'm Team Hateful Eight. I fucking love Hateful Eight. <laughs> it's like me too. Um, and I want to rewatch that. But yeah, um, I mean, I love them both. I love. We did too. We did, we did Django. We did for, Django. We didn't yeah. go for the pod, and we go we listen just, to that we, episode. We, we love. Yeah, we Tarantino. Like, it's I mean, so good. He's he's I the know. perfect entry point we're, for anyone who have, has an interest in movies. Cause. Right. We're gonna have to do. Uh, we're gonna have to do like a deep dive on Quentin Tarantino. Not not maybe not watch his movies, 
but maybe do like a bonus episode about him because yeah. he is he just i want to like i want to talk about him and i want to research him a little bit more just for the fact that like it's weird how does that happen a lot of like cinephiles and then people in people in the movie industry and just like I mean, this is all. This is all just my my opinion now, and we're kind of we're we're, we're going off the rails a little bit. But yeah. I'm, it's a little ramble, but here we are, man. I don't really have much more to say about in a valley of violence. Yeah, it's cool. Watch we should it. we I should like do it. a Tarantino uh, episode he, just talking about like him and his career and uh, and his like movies he, a little bit. But. He did bring me into more elevated film, but then like the people that inspired him, I respect more than him now. It's weird, but I'll still go see a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, dude, every day. I'm always hyped for a Quentin Tarantino movie. But, like, it is, like, when I met people, you know, know, 15, 14, 15-year-old kids getting into film, it's always like, oh, my God, I watched fucking Pulp Fiction and it blew my mind. Or I watched Reservoir Dogs, you know what I mean? And I went through that same thing. I was 13 I I saw Pulp Fiction. And I went, holy fuck, this is wild how you can tell. Because, like, up until that point, you're not really, I wasn't really allowed to watch, like, I mean, I were like allowed per se as much as I just didn't watch like adult movies because it's pretty a, much like a drama. I don't care; it's boring. Yeah. And then like, but like Pulp Fiction, I'm like, holy shit, this is like super violent and crazy. And then you kind of learn about what Grindhouse is and where he came from and like just all of his influences later in life. And like, I was like, oh man, it's it's kind of cool. It's like he's a little pretentious in himself, but oh yeah, I mean, he's, per, he's personally, always... I think he, he's he says some douchebaggy <laughs> comments that make me want to slap him around, but yeah. Um, he said that his he films are cool. He never, he will never watch Return. This is a, this is a total ramble, but he'll never watch <laughs> Return of the Living Dead, uh, which is like my favorite zombie because he hates Dan O'Bannon. See, and I'm like, get that, the fuck out of here. That is that is why I'm like that is where you learn about you learn about him and like how he's so pretentious. But I'm like, dude, you you like, I don't know. You don't you write you write your stuff that's like so homage and so based off of other cinema. That it's like why I don't know to sit there and like gatekeep what's good right. filmmaking. It's yeah, like, no, yeah. I agree. He he yeah. thinks he's the master, but I mean, like he does bring a lot of people to sure. Like and he's he's, he's a the biggest. So. He's probably one of the biggest directors by like top five household name directors easily. It's like you know Scorsese, right. Spielberg, and fucking um, Tarantino. You know what I mean? It's like these days if I asked my mom. For who a director uh-huh. was, you know, right, right, who a director was, yeah, totally, totally. Um, but uh, I don't know. So anyway, but I, I do, I do appreciate. I, I love his movies, and I do appreciate like the spotlight because he obviously loves westerns, and so westerns are good. Just really yeah, good. I really westerns like westerns. Are super fun, man. Anyway, did did uh, but did Travis you, leave a message? He didn't. Travis right? couldn't. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't end up watching this one yet. So I, I looked up. Uh, I went to the email and I saw a Google Voice, but then it ended up being a spam voicemail. So I was like, "Oh, never mind." Oh, really? Um, we can play that. You want to play that just to fill the air? I'm just kidding. <laughs> spam, nobody. <Yeah. laughs> we don't, we don't need to. Let's not stretch this out any no, further. Let's get let's get down to our. Uh, so we usually do Travis and uh, favorite scenes, money minute. What do you yeah. you got in your favorite scene? We kind of like we're yeah we're chatting about it, but. Yeah, I don't know my actual favorite scene. It's hard. I mean, definitely probably then like the flashback. Right. That yeah. is that is mine. I, I said yeah. it at the top of the show. The flashback. Like, that, that was that's like, the most I wish, memorable. I like, I really was, fast, like, I was like, but oh, it, is... the way it's shot is just intense. Right. And it's like, it's funny because it's like, it really stands out because it's a historic, this is a Western, you know, this takes place in the late 1800s. But like this scene is shot with a like a hundred percent like a flashlight mounted to the camera, like it almost looks <laughs> yeah. like Blair Witch Project or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it does. And so it gives it. It does give it like a. It gives it an old like vignetted 
like silent film and it makes it seem like really like it, it really captures his like especially since it's so out of place in that way it really captures when you see him like you could see his panicked eyes and he's got like his like uh I almost said Confederate uniform. I don't know what uniform it was, but because I guess I he's fighting Native Americans. But uh, he's got his uniform on, and you see how he got his scar. You know what I mean? Which his scar was ten times better than the scar from the Good, the Bad, and the Weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? On the Pretty Boy. And uh, but like, yeah, that's that scene was the best, and I, I wish there was more like that there. And honestly, I wish Ty West would. He won't now because he's obviously a genre dude now. That he's come out with three. He's coming out with three movies this year that are all like a trilogy, horror movies. Yeah. So. Right. That. So. Uh, but hopefully, with this popularity, like maybe he'll get a like. He's obviously got a love for westerns. I'd like to see him not get pegged down to. I mean, I love horror movies, but I like to see when people do kind of different stuff. So I kind of appreciate this, just based that it's like it made me like I I don't know, I like I said it's like uh, it worked. In some ways, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah, so, we just we just kind of any, anyway. Um, wish washed it. That's your favorite yeah. part. That yeah, the the vignette there's, that there's, that whole. There's scene no is there's cool. no reddits. There's nothing like that. So yeah. uh, thank you everyone we, that voted though. Anyway, tell no, it's, me your it's favorite cool that, part. I love that we still yeah we still get people voting. We usually get people that are like watch this movie. They're <laughs> like oh, okay yeah. We you know yeah. I ended up watching did. Meeks cut off from that list anyway that's for a thing so um uh, anyway moving on net we're still watching westerns we're we're full hogging it so i put up this week i put all just just classics and it was pretty close there for a minute but what i thought was probably gonna win didn't end up winning which was and, of and course the good the bad and the ugly yeah yes i'm actually kind of excited I'm, because we just watched the good the bad and the weird yeah. <laughs> so i'm like okay it's it's appropriate it, it is yeah. and honestly we i feel good like watching a sergio leone and so yeah and honestly i remember two i've seen uh once upon a time in the west like several times and i've only seen the good the bad and the ugly once and it's right. been like 15 years so i barely remember it other than like oh, the iconic I, scenes so, uh-huh. so right, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty excited to watch it too. So, and hopefully we'll get some eyes on that one because that one is like the western of all westerns. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be hard. I mean, Once Upon a Time in the West is probably the most western western. Assassination of Jesse James is probably my favorite. But you know, what movie I, I wanted to put on here and I didn't though, and I regret it on the last polls. The Proposition, but oh, dude, that's I almost did because I love the proposition, but. I mean, it's kind that's of a, it, that's a grindhouse western. That me. would have been that would have been fun if we did all like foreign western movies because okay. it's like I mean last year we watched weird... Nightingale, which is right. Uh, is that brutal. Australian too? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it is Australian. Yeah, that's right. That's right, dude. God, Nightingale's oof. brutal. Night, Nightingale is a. <laughs> it's solid. a good that movie is, though. <laughs> that's such a good. It's like, I mean, I think I like Proposition as much, maybe more, but it's like. Nightingale was amazing. It's just so intense. It's a gut punch, man, for sure. That movie's brutal. Uh, Anyway, so come stay tuned for next week. Uh, We got the good bag and the ugly coming at you. Can't get more fucking Western than that. Uh, Try it. And thanks to everyone who listened. I appreciate you. I am sorry again about any of the technical issues that have may have been suffering lately or if any of you guys are watching this eventually on video, how there's no video. Uh... I've been having some computer problems, but hopefully that's remedied now so you can enjoy our sultry voices and stuff. So, um, check out the Reddit. Check out the Insta Snarf. The. Let's go.
website, <laughs> all that. Yeah, good, all that good stuff. We're gonna next next year. We're brainstorming. We're gonna we're gonna have a, a bigger, better Patreon next year. But yeah. you can still come on our Patreons up and active, and it still gives you some fun benefits. And if you hang around now, maybe you can get uh, the on the ground floor of some bigger, better things. That's but right. It's still, it, we still offer some dope ass shit, man. You get some of the movies. You get all the movies. Extra. There's ex- tons of extra content if you're yeah. if you're digging it. Extra, we got we got extra podcasts. Come on, baby. Come on. All right. Well, thanks. Alrighty. And goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have a good night. So long, Sayonara.